Hey everybody, it's the Sift Podcast. Save it for the football podcast. This one for week 15 of the NFL season in 2021. A lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, we talked about headlines from week 14. A lot of kicking jokes and um, gave out some croutons. Talked a little more in depth about fantasy. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the SIF podcast, to the Save It for the Football podcast. This one for week 15 of the 2021 NFL season. We're going to talk about uh, headlines from week 14. We got a Thursday night football game coming up in just a minute, few minutes from now. Um, and we're going to give out some croutons. But before we do anything, Mayor, I have a question for you. Have you ever been kicked by your boss? Uh, yes, actually, I have. Was it was it Urban Meyer? <laughs> no, but I mean, y- you can tell what kind of um, uh, coward Urban Meyer is because he kicked the smallest guy in the room. Yeah. I can promise you, if he kicked one of them three hundred pound linemen, they would have kicked him back. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but anyways, you know, it's, uh, week 14, which is big playoff implication playoff week one for fantasy football. And we got a showdown tonight with a lot of players that are probably going to make some significant impact in the fantasy playoffs. Uh, I just pulled Mike Williams off my starting lineup. I replaced him with, it's either going to be Devonte Parker or Devonte Parker, or Miles Gaskin for the Dolphins. I think that's going to be the better move for my mm-hmm. double quarterback league. Um, but, yeah, how are you? Good. Uh, I did want to mention the first College Bowl game is Friday. Do you know what the first College Bowl game is? I do. That's the Gasparilla Bowl. No, no. That one's coming up. But the first one is this Friday, tomorrow. Oh. It's the Bahamas Bowl. Uh, featuring Middle Tennessee State versus Toledo. You know, I guess if I were playing in not a New Year's Day six bowl game, I think one that gives me a trip to the Bahamas would probably be pretty cool. Yeah, and do you uh, do you know what um, what the teams are what what their mascot is? Either of those teams, Toledo or Middle Tennessee State. The Toledo. It's say the two schools again, please. Middle Tennessee State and Toledo. I want to say Toledo is the Tornadoes. Uh, no, it's the Rockets. Oh, okay. And Middle Tennessee, the Pioneers. It is the Blue Raiders. Wow, I wasn't even close. <laughs> I got to be honest with you, I wouldn't have been anywhere near that either. But you mentioned the Gasparilla Bowl, Florida, your team versus UCF, my team, uh, on the 23rd. So what do you think? Should we lay down a wager on that game? Uh, I think we very well could. That sounds good to me. Um, we're playing without our coach again. Uh, Florida seems to be in a familiar spot there. 
Uh, it's hard to believe that Urban Meyer took Florida to two national championship titles uh, some decade and a half ago. Uh, it's been a wild ride for Florida since then, but I, th- I think we can make a little wager on that game. All right. Yeah, I, I would say Urban Meyer, maybe he did a lot more kicking or maybe less kicking back then. I don't know. I don't know whether that was better or worse. Yeah, let's hope he wasn't, um, you know, at uh, college parties with college girls doing things that you shouldn't be doing with people that aren't your wife. That's true. I didn't think about that. It could have been worse than kicking, I guess. could have been worse than that, actually. Yeah. All right. Let's talk a little bit about last week. So uh, the headlines, uh, I just basically picked out the five games that I thought had the biggest playoff implications. Um Starting with Kansas City 48, Las Vegas 9. Of course, Kansas City plays uh, tonight as we are recording this. They are going to play in about an hour. Um, and they beat the Raiders 48 to 9. The Raiders play against uh, Cleveland this week. They're at Cleveland. Kansas City is playing the Los Angeles Chargers. What do you, uh, what do you think about Kansas City 48, Las Vegas 9? You know, are, are they back or are they just beating up on beat-up teams? Uh, you know, 48 points is pretty damn impressive no matter who you're doing. But, you know, really good teams should beat teams that are not really good, you know, by scores like that. Well, we've seen a couple references of it this season uh, that all, if that offense gets ticking, you know, it's going to be hard to stop. You play keep away ball against uh, KC, but – very impressive win against the Las Vegas Raiders. And uh, we already mentioned this Las Vegas playing at Cleveland. So we'll see how that goes. The Yeah, Cleveland- with Cle- Cleveland is uh they just announced that their backup quarterback uh, is now in COVID protocol. And one Nick Mullins is going to be the ah. starting quarterback for Cleveland this week. Uh, Nick Mullins, of course, was a San Francisco 49er last year. Uh, had a couple starts over a couple seasons when Garoppolo was injured and um, and uh, now I forget his name. C.J. Beathard was also um, at the helm at some point too. Yeah, well, speaking of your Niners, they beat uh, Cincinnati 26-23 last week, another game with big playoff implications. Um, any thoughts on San Francisco or Cincinnati? Yeah, the uh, Cincinnati's still still in it with that AFC so bound up in the middle. Not no one running away with the conference, so they may be able to sneak a sneak into the playoffs. Still, San Francisco didn't really play well throughout the game, but you know, in overtime they they came through with the drive at the end. Credit to the offense and Jimmy Garoppolo for getting the win there. Um, you know, they've, they've got a couple, they've got three games left against, you know, teams that are not projected to be in the playoffs right now. So maybe they can get on a little run and finish the season three and one, maybe four and out even with another victory against the Rams, but the Rams look like a completely different team this past weekend. Yeah. And that was another game I want to talk about, but before we do that, I want to talk about Tampa Bay 33, Buffalo 27. That one also went into overtime. you have any thoughts on either Tampa Bay or Buffalo? 
you know, this is kind of how we thought this game was going to go, didn't we? You know, going to be really close all the way down to the end, and you know, the Bucks, uh, the Bucks scored at the end and won won the game. So, I, I think it's no indictment on either team. Uh, I think you know, this is what playoff football looks like, and it was a really good football game. So the Buccaneers will play the Saints, and I was uh, I blanked on this. Who Buffalo? Buffalo plays the Panthers, so that'll be um, probably two two fairly easy wins for those teams, I would think. Although Buffalo may be without um, Josh Allen, which could present a problem for them. Yeah, if Josh Allen isn't playing, that's going to present a real problem for me. I didn't hear <laughs> he was. I didn't hear he wasn't playing. Well, I don't think that's official, but there was some talk about um, a turf toe or something um, that might keep him out for a game, but um, I, probably not. I'm, I, but I, I did see, hear some rumblings about one Mitchell Trubisky uh, starting for the Buffalo Bills this week. Well, fortunately, as we do remember, kind of dipping into fantasy, unfortunately, in our SIFT podcast, but I do have Derek Carr stashed on my bench. At least I hope I didn't drop him today. Um, so hopefully I don't, I'll, I can use them if I have to. Yeah. We should actually probably have talked more fantasy this year. You and I, uh, came in, I think one and two in points overall in our long running league. And yeah, I saw that today and I'm quite impressed with ourselves to be honest. Yeah. Last year we talked a lot more fantasy and we, neither of us did as well, but this year, both in the playoffs, um, with one one win going a certain way, we could end up in the championship game against each other. Wouldn't that be exciting for all the sifters out there? Or one win away from playing each other next week. That's true. That is also yeah. possible. So e- either one is pretty exciting. Uh, I think a championship showdown would be would be pretty pretty good for the sifters. So last game I wanted to talk about was the Los Angeles Rams thirty Arizona twenty three. Uh, you have any thoughts on these teams or this game? You know, the Rams are really – they're a really good football team. They – you know, the record doesn't necessarily reflect it at the moment. But, you know, they came out to play, you know, and all those studs that they've been getting on their team, that star-studded Rams defense and offense is, you know, is playing like it – played like it last week against Arizona. Uh, you know, they were kind of, I think, embarrassed the last time they played, so – I think they're going to be ready to go if they're, you know, if they're getting healthy in this part of the season, that's going to be really good for them. Uh, Arizona's still got some issues now. They're going to be without DeAndre Hopkins, at least until the playoffs. So yeah, they're, um, they're, they're going to have to figure something out offensively to replace that. Uh, I think Kyler Murray's got the, um, got the ability to get that done though. So the Rams play, uh, Seattle in Los Angeles this coming week. Seattle, I think, is going to be without Tyler Lockett, and they may be missing some other people. Uh, it's a big shakeup. Uh, the Rams will also be without Odell Beckham Jr. So um, this is, you know, uh, COVID has uh, reared its head this week uh, just in time for the playoffs uh, in fantasy. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how these teams work around some of those things. I believe the Cleveland Browns will not only be without Baker Mayfield, but they'll be without their head coach, Kevin Stefanski, as well. So uh, I don't know who's running the show there exactly, but uh, it should be an interesting interesting uh, slate of games starting Sunday. Um, all right, that's all I had. Do you have any other thing else from last week? 
Uh, no, I don't. All right. So do you want to take a break and we'll come back and dive into some other things? Yeah. All right. Let's take a break and we'll be back with croutons and fantasy right after this. All right, so um, last week's croutons, there was kind of a big shift in uh, in croutons. Now, I do want to remind everybody that um, I did borrow 950 croutons from uh, Uncle Vinny, and uh, I have to pay those back. But um, technically, I have more croutons uh, right now, uh, but only technically. Um all right, so let me just uh, mention my my week last week. I did pretty well. Green Bay minus 12 over Chicago for 50 croutons. That one hit Baltimore just barely, but they got it. Uh, plus three at Cleveland for 50 croutons. Uh, the only one I missed was Arizona minus two and a half versus the LA Rams. The Arizona Cardinals were honestly in a situation where they might have tied that game up and sent that one to overtime, but it didn't happen. And then uh, Baltimore at Cleveland, I went with the 42-and-a-half over, and I did get that for 200 spicy meatball croutons. So I had a good week, and um, I'm now, like I said, technically ahead of you, although I owe 950 croutons. So I'm technically ahead of you while, in reality, um, way down. But that's a story for another podcast. How was your week last week? Well, my week was my week was pretty ter- terrible, to be honest. Um, but I'm wondering how technically you're ahead. Well, technically, I borrowed croutons, so I am technically technically I have more croutons than you. That's the technical aspect of it. I understand. Okay, so so I had four bets last week, as our sifters may remember or not remember. I'll go through them really quickly. Um, I saw Houston getting eight and a half points against Seattle. I figured Houston was going to keep it close. I was I was wrong. Um, Detroit plus eleven was just probably the most disappointing thing I looked at on Sunday. Um, they couldn't be couldn't keep it close with Denver. Denver ended up kind of blowing them out. I think it was about a 17, 18 point victory. Uh, Buffalo, Tampa Bay. I didn't think we were going to have a scoring fest. I wasn't really that far off. That last minute touchdown um, kind of blew away the fifty four and a half under. And then I took Arizona minus two and a half. I thought for sure they were going to be able to show dominance over top of the Rams. I once again was wrong for my spicy meatball of 200 croutons. So I lost 350 croutons last week. Yeah, so we're looking for a bounce back spot. I'm looking to keep my momentum going. Um, So let's go ahead and get started with this week. Um, I'm going to dip back into the Arizona well, even though it didn't work out last week. I like Arizona minus 14 at Detroit. I think this is just a Detroit team that doesn't have anything to offer offensively. And I think Arizona's got enough firepower to make this, um, you know, 30 to 10 kind of game. Wow. 14. That is a strong point spread. It is. Uh, I am going to avoid that one myself. Uh, good luck to you on that. Uh, the first one I'm looking at is New England is getting points, traveling to Indianapolis. Uh, Indy's going to be giving New England two points, and I'll take New England with the two points for 50 croutons. 
Yeah, I liked that one also. Um, and New England's one of those teams that's up there in terms of uh, covering the spreads. Um, so that's not a bad pick at all. Las Vegas plus six at Cleveland. I don't know if this number has moved with uh, the news that keeps trickling in about the number of players uh, Cleveland has lost and now down to their third-string quarterback. No head coach. Um, but I, I saw it at plus six. So Las Vegas plus six at Cleveland. Uh, for 50 croutons was uh, was my bet. Yeah, fair enough. You get that bet in early enough, you know, situations change. You know, maybe you'll be able to take the house on that one or at least a little bit of Uncle Vinny's, little Uncle Vinny's money. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to shift to Carolina Buffalo. Um, while I think Carolina, I'm going to shoot for the over 44 and a half. Well, I don't think Buff- or Carolina is going to score a whole lot of points. I think Buffalo is going to. Um, enjoy an offensive output pending uh, Josh Allen. I may or may not uh, back out on that bet or change yeah. deep to an under. But as of right now, I'm taking the over and 50 croutons with the uh, Josh Allen Buffalo Bills. All right. Yeah, I like that pick. And I just want to mention, I just looked at it. So this line moved from uh, Las Vegas plus six to Las Vegas minus three and a half. Wow. That's a nine and a half point swing for those of you who can't do very simple math. So, yeah, I mean, I looked at it. Uh, I don't think it was even just yesterday. I looked at it, it was Las Vegas plus six. So. so so, they're saying Nick Mullins is going to cost the Cleveland Browns nine and a half points tomorrow. Yes. Yep. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what they're saying. Yep. That's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A pick six will do it, right? Uh, yeah, that would yeah. swing the game. Um, all right, so anyway, uh, if you got it in at Las Vegas plus six, I think you got a good deal. Um, all right, uh, the next pick I have is Dallas minus 10 at the New York Giants. Dallas's offense has honestly not been great lately, uh, but I just think they're going to open it up against the Giants, and I like that. Uh, even though it's a big number, I'm still going to take Dallas minus 10. Yeah, that's um, that's a good point. I think Dallas is going to have probably a pretty solid victory over top of the New York Giants. Um, I I think Mike Michael McCarthy could even guarantee a win again, like he kind of did against La- the Washington Football Team last week. Um, I I like him to guarantee win too much that I'm going to be taking the over forty four and a half. Uh, I think Dallas is easily going to get to thirty five and. And that really doesn't require the New York Giants to score too much. So I, I think 50, 50 croutons on the over 44 and a half. All right. I like that pick as well. That's actually probably better than the minus 10. But I'll, I'll leave that alone. Um, all right. My, my spicy meatball this week, I'm riding with the team that seems to cover every week. Green Bay minus five at Baltimore. I saw Green Bay minus five at Baltimore. I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's now minus five and a half. So it's moved from minus two to minus five and a half. So obviously the money's coming in, and um, uh, I like Green Bay. Okay. So you got Green Bay minus five, you said? Yes, I have it at minus five. Yeah, that's that's a probably uh, that's probably a pretty good spicy meatball pick. I, I would say I probably like that out of all of your picks the best. Uh, for my spicy meatball, I'm going to shift to the Tennessee-Philadelphia or Pittsburgh game. I'm sorry. Uh, Tennessee's given up a point and a half. I'm going to lay 200 croutons on that. 
All right. I like that pick. Um, I should also mention, I forgot to mention this, but people probably are aware of this. Baltimore will be without Lamar Jackson again. So um, that's another reason to be on the Green Bay side, I think, of this. <laughs> I think the biggest reason is that they just cover every week. But, um, but having no Lamar Jackson on the other side makes it a little more comfortable. Um, all right. So I don't have anything else besides if you want to do a little fantasy talk. Um, that's all I have for this week. Yeah, uh, I think we could dive into a little fantasy. I think it's uh, playoff week. So, like I said, I just um, I, I was looking at both of my starting lineups, and I think out of everyone that I actually drafted, I only have I I've only subbed out like one person. I had a little bit of trouble with Alvin Kamara, but overall, I think that's what kind of led to me having so many points throughout the season. My starters just seem to stay with with the entire team. And I, I noticed you had a little bit of success at the running back position this season. Uh, I think that kind of carried carried a lot of your point loads, but if, if you want to elaborate a little more. Sure. So I drafted at the end of the first round uh, with pick 10 and 11. I took uh, Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler. And honestly, they started a little slow and my fantasy team started 0-3. But... Um, they are now one and two in terms of the fantasy running back world. So uh, obviously Derrick Henry's injury has a lot to do with that, but uh, they are now the one, number one and number two uh, fantasy running backs in point per reception leagues. So um, yeah, uh, those, those were picks that carried me to uh, having the most points in the league. Um, I was, uh, oh, I'm thin at, at wide receiver, but I got Odell Beckham off waivers when no, nobody really wanted him. And uh, I, you know, made my my way through it with uh, Marquise Brown and T. Higgins and and George Kittle obviously scored like 70 something fantasy points the last two weeks. So that's helped as well. Dak Prescott's gone kind of downhill from a fantasy perspective over the last like five weeks. But uh, I'm sur- I've survived that to make it to the the bye to get the bye in the uh, first round of the playoffs. So we'll see what happens from here. Yeah, and in my like I told you earlier this week in my infamous uh, double quarterback league, I lost the I won last week and got booted out of the uh, the first round buy spot at the two seed because the team scored two hundred and five points and I scored one hundred and eighty four and they had out nudged me by a point and a half out of the buy. Yeah, very. It was a, a tough loss to take. Um, but I, I made a particular interesting set of moves today, and uh, there's going to be someone really disappointed when he finds out what happened. But um, the person I'm playing this week had TJ Hawkinson uh, as, a, as a tight end, <laughs> and the news broke today that he had a surgery. And I quickly fired through. So we had a little technical difficulty there, but uh, the mayor was talking about TJ Hawkinson going down with a, well, he had a surgery, I think a hand surgery that put him out for the season. Um, and your opponent had TJ Hawkinson. So you were about to explain what your strategy was there. So I quickly looked on his roster to see who his backup tight end was. And unfortunately for him, he didn't have a backup tight end. So I quickly went to the free agents and picked up the top two free agent tight ends 
and dumped for players that probably aren't going to get much playing time this week. Uh, they're going to be, you know, ready for Sunday morning if anybody wants to pick them up. But they are <laughs> they they are sitting out there. But I um and, and now as I looked at his roster, which caused our technical difficulty, he picked up a tight end that's projected to get four and a half points this week. Where I picked up the two that were projected to get eight and nine. So. I I could have secured his fate by just a timely a timely free agency pickup. That's absolutely true. Although I think that same team beat me last week with somebody that was on IR or didn't play. So I and he made the playoffs. It is yep, yep. I so clearly he's paying attention because he switched his tight end already. Yeah. I think he may have had a momentary lapse in yes. Yeah, but it's just my luck that uh, I I'd get beaten by somebody who didn't even start a player who was uh, on IR or something. I I had Terry McLaurin go down in the third quarter and he did not have a single catch, so that was basically like not starting a player on my side. So came down to uh, that that game last week came down to uh, I guess it was the Monday night game, uh, Arizona and the LA Rams. He has Kyler Murray and Cooper Cup. Is that right? Uh, I believe so. So anyway, they ended up scoring like uh, 57 or 60 points or something combined. So uh, he made a massive comeback on Monday night and beat me to get into the playoffs. Now, it didn't matter for me. Uh, if I had won, I would have gotten the bye and I lost and I still got the bye. But uh, still, like, seems like some kind of bad luck is hanging over my team for some reason. I think you'll be all right uh, up until you have to play someone in the playoffs uh, next week. I would be careful. Um, hopefully they can get through a lot of those COVID uh, situations for your team's sake. Yeah. Uh, as of right now, my team looks to be okay. Uh, that Josh Allen thing has me a little worried though. Uh, they said he's uh, most likely to play. Right. But does Derek Carr do better than Josh Allen? No. I mean, yeah. you think he's going to do better against Cleveland's defense? Uh, without a coach, maybe. <laughs> I guess we do have to factor all those things in, yeah. Um, that's that huge swing for Las Vegas, yeah. I don't know. That's why fantasy is so much fun, because you absolutely never know what is going to happen. There's as much as it feels like you're in control of the uh, the action. There's uh, an, a tremendous amount of luck on the fantasy side as well. That's built into uh, a build on top of, I should say, the luck that goes into picking uh, the spreads or just even the games uh, in in real life football. So uh, speaking of that, uh, so we have sink or swim, and we have our pick 'em league. Um, I unfortunately, uh, a couple weeks ago, just barely lost uh, the Pick'em League I had. Came down to points in that Buffalo-New England game, and I went way too high. Uh, but uh, I've been close a couple times this year. Um, and then we have Sink or Swim. Um, and so for this week, I'm just going to update everybody. Um, so... Well, you were leading most of the year, but I have taken the lead. I'm up 83 to 60 right now um, because of that Baltimore loss last week. I am taking Arizona against Detroit this week, and you've got Miami. 
Yes, that is correct. Um, I, I do really like that Arizona pick, but I figured I couldn't copy it, and I kind of looked and see that Miami's going to definitely get a victory against the Jets, and I'm going to need you to be wrong twice, and starting with Arizona wouldn't be a bad thing. Right. I was thinking uh, what the best strategy there for you would be because, uh, you know, on the one hand, it sort of immediately sort of makes sense to take Arizona since you haven't used them yet. But if they win, we just stay the same points apart and same thing if they lose. So uh, it doesn't really give you any ground um, to use Arizona. Right. And that is another reason why I kind of went off that pick, too. All right. You have any thoughts about anything else? I mean, there are games uh, this week. The New England Indianapolis game to me is one of the best games of the week. Do you have any games you're looking forward to besides that one? Uh, no. You know, I think that's going to be a pretty good game. Um, I'm looking forward to, of course, the 49ers. Uh, they're playing Atlanta this week, so I, I think we need to. They need to get to a a good. Maybe get a good solid victory under them, boost their confidence a little bit, get get back to get back to the football they've been playing for a few weeks now, and control that ball and and move the clock and run the ball and control that clock and and get that game over and get a big win in Atlanta. Yeah, I will be very disappointed in the 49ers if they cannot beat the Atlanta Falcons. Um, we also have a good game tonight, of course, Kansas City against the LA Chargers in Los Angeles. So. That game starts in about 30 minutes, um, so we'll see if we can get this podcast out before that. have to really kick the, uh, kick the production guy uh, to get him to you know do the right thing here. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, not too, <laughs> not too big a rush. Don't kick nobody or, you know, or cause any harm in getting this podcast produced. Whoever does the behind-the-scenes work, <laughs> we owe them. Yeah. Uh, we owe them large gratitude that can never be repaid unless some of our sponsors want to start, you know, giving us something to say during our podcast. We'll, we'll definitely entertain that. Well, I, I can tell you this. If I don't, if I don't get this uh, podcast up before the game, I'll really. And that's it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and, um, Wrap up. Uh, any last words? Anything uh, the sifters need to know uh, before we close it out and get ready for Thursday night football? Look out for the Tennessee Titans. All right, I'll take that as our last word. And uh, for myself and for the mayor, I'd like to thank you for listening. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Okay, there you have it. Another episode of the Sift Football Podcast is in the books. We are, uh, right now, it is the Thursday Night Football game uh, that we are watching as this is uh, being published. Um, Currently, the Chargers leading the Chiefs. We'll see how that turns out. And we will definitely be talking to you next week, so I hope you tune in then.